0: Hey, 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 welcome to The Prophet with Marcus Lemonis. We're going to be breaking it down in just a few short minutes. Stay here with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> I like I like this music. This I do. Yeah. it's
1: not overly aggressive, but it's just it's just good enough, right? It's all good.
0: <laughs> so welcome to our after show TV of or after Buzz TV after show breakdown of the Prophet. Uh, we got a whole lot of fun to have here today. I love these two episodes. I'm Chris Howard, your host. We got our other lovely co-host over here. You can reach me throughout the show at Chris Howard live on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also reach out at LegendaryLivingDaily.com and LegendaryLivingTV.com. Uh, so hit me up. And over here we have the lovely...
1: Naina Drake. Hey, everybody. Uh, you guys can reach me on all of my social media, at Naina Drake on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Periscope, and Facebook. And if you just want a little bit more of me, you can go to my website, at Naina Drake. Dot com. That's www.naenadrake.com.
0: A little bit more of you. How could we I mean, stand any <laughs> more of you? You're like...
1: <laughs> if you want a little more. A little more. You want more. some more Give pictures. More. You want some more music. You want some more information. You do it all, don't you? Yeah.
0: She's a DJ. Um, she, uh, yeah. she mixes it up. It's... Business
1: side of stuff. Videos. Biz... You can get it all on my website.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so we had a couple of great episodes this... Uh, yeah. we get a breakdown break here. And um, there's something... Boy, there was something that was just bugging my... Oh, you know what? You mentioned Periscope so they can reach out on Periscope. Yeah. Can we do a Periscope in here? Because that way I, I get to... Yeah, see uh, yeah I'm one of the older hosts over here at AfterBuzz. are no, we figuring it out still, but she's going to show me how to work it, and maybe we'll even do one on mine too during the show live here.
1: Periscope 101. Periscope 101. Yeah, and I'll give you a little Snapchat lesson too. Would
0: you? Yes. Right here. Absolutely. Wow. Because I
1: know you're, like, new to Snapchat too, so I'll show you how to use Periscope so, and Snapchat. So
0: not only are we breaking down the businesses from the profit today, but we're also learning how to profit even more with modern day technology yeah. and all this uh, social media there's a million different platforms alright all right. Well, I'm excited about that uh, so uh, we're talking about we had two episodes we had uh, Inca's uh, shoes. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the first episode, episode 18, and then we had episode 19 that we're looking at as well, which is uh, 240 40 de- uh, 240 sweet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> which is, and 240 degrees is the temperature that you cook yep. the marshmallow at. Yeah. So that's uh, relevant. That. <laughs> There's relevance. So what do you think over all of these? Or actually, let's start with one. We'll go back to episode 18. Would you? What was your overall feeling of so, this? So
1: Inca's was good. It was, you know, I I, I can be honest with this and, and, and let be that. honest today. Let's, let's, yeah, keep let's, it let's, let's keep it real. <laughs> um, I can definitely say that I related to um, there was three CEOs, but I definitely related to the main three owners, I should say. Right. And I related to the CEO, um, day Dan. So there was Dan, Dave, and David. <laughs> it's it okay? confusing. So yes. it could have been the three Ds. Who knows? But uh-huh. it, they. It was. It was. I was like, let me go back and make sure I have all their names correctly. Right. But being honest, I have to say that I related to Dan in a way that. For him being, he tried to be a perfectionist, right? right. There's no such thing as perfection. So he's the
0: creative mind. The, yeah. So the perfecting the. And and so I don't know how you do over that overdoing things sometimes
1: yeah. as opposed to just doing what was needed. Yeah. He overdid things to maybe. Um, overcompensate for lack of focus and honestly I've done that you know I can tell like I, I used to believe that there was a such thing as perfection mm. and now you know just life has taught me there is no such thing as perfection yeah. the beauty is in imperfection right and you said said you
0: just gave the whole secret to life right here on After Buzz TV you now know the beauty is in the imperfection you, you just robbed everybody of their ability to learn no, things throughout their own life them about well, okay, ten years. Yeah.
1: How about that? Okay. To <laughs> save them ten years. Okay. If somebody had told each of us that. No, but that, don't we
0: have to come to that on our own? No,
1: I think some. <laughs> I think sometimes we do have to come to some things on our own. But then it's better if we live them through. So at least give me give the memo.
0: Okay. Yeah. At least give me the memo. Right? Okay. You've been given the memo. Yes. The beauties and the imperfection. Yeah, yes. Yes. So. And so
1: Dan was just struggling with that. It wasn't like you know on some of the other episodes where Marcus had to go through and do some some issues. With psychologically, like he had some dad issues, like some over, he didn't have any of that going on. Right. It was really just some internal stuff that I, you know, we didn't dig into why he felt like there was a such thing as perfection. But Dan just kept, he just kept messing up. He was in his own way, right? Right. And um, yeah, I think creatively. sometimes we all struggle with that.
0: Yeah, creatively, you know? he was all. I mean, he was struggling with uh, just. Putting, putting out everything that he possibly could just yet you know, as like to more, make sure to make sure right like to overcompensate we started mm-hmm. when we we're going overcompensate for what but it was mm-hmm. just i mean you could imagine in being a a, a creative type I'm a, i guess i am a creative type but yeah, I've written a couple of sure. books um but I can I've known other like I don't consider I've written a couple of books but I don't consider myself an author uh, because I hate it I hate <laughs> writing <laughs> but I it, it's like birthing a baby you yeah. finish it and it's like I'll never do that again yeah um uh, but I know uh, people that are really that consider themselves writers or authors yes. and and it has to be perfect. And then you have the whole thing of is the world gonna accept it? are they not? You know, there's those artists that are kind of like, uh fuck mm-hmm. it, I don't care who accepts yep. it.
1: yep yep, as um, long as they they're at peace with it, I that's what myself. matters. And I mean, I was the straight A student in school, and I I would go to class for lunch. I never cut class in school, and I would go to class. You're so good. For lunch. To do extra credit. To guarantee my A's. That's how bad okay, it was. who are you trying to impress? No, no, no. <laughs> but this is the thing. It was, it was like, I don't know who... Who no? my mom didn't force me to do it it was just like an expectation because I was already straight it was like she's just going to keep getting A's because she gets them Right. so it was like I I guess I put that pressure on myself and I felt like in part of the episode this episode Dan had a moment when they were trying to hold him accountable for some things and he said like this pressure is a lot for me you know and that was when Marcus was like if you can't take the heat get out the kitchen but definitely I related to Dan in that way where he just wanted to be great he really just genuinely I think it was coming from a good place for him and he just needed someone to help him focus and eliminate all the extra stuff Right. because it was not, it was not earning him extra credit. It was actually just wasting time and money.
0: You know, what's fascinating about that, uh, in terms of time and money and being able to grow both. You know, Mm -hmm. because you could be cash rich and time poor, so you want to grow both the time and money. I I just just before we started this, I was doing a coaching call with uh, some people in a mastermind thing that I do, but uh, we were talking about the same exact thing. We were talking about what are the critical drivers of the business and how do you stay focused on those core activities and how do you know what to say no to. Mm -hmm. And I think that in both episode eighteen and nineteen of the uh, the Profit, we saw the same thing, and we talked about them batching episodes together but and i don't know if it, this was done purposefully but both of the business owners had a problem of being too spread thin mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk about 18 first when we go into the other one but he was too spread thin and all these different shoe types and all the you know he had uh multiple different uh what do you call them but i guess models for the shoes they yeah. had the high tops samples. The, So yeah different kind of samples and uh they didn't have uh they, there was just a clear clear lack of focus yeah and it just spread way too thin. Which, uh, over the years, I, I mean, I've coached thousands of people over the years, and in that time, I've seen that that's the problem that most business most over. Have. Oh, Absolutely, yeah, most people have it anywhere. Lack of yeah, focus. Lack of focus. They'll have. They'll be juggling four or five mm-hmm. different businesses rather than making one successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in here, he's juggling, you know, three hundred different shoe types.
1: How Marcus came in, speaking on the focus piece, right? Yeah. So there was three business partners. Yeah. Dan was the CEO and the creative director but he had two other people and I think part life tells us this right you surround yourself with people that that show you things in yourself that you can't see yes. that are outside of the bubble of like I live in a bubble sometimes yeah. and I try, I think I can handle it myself is that why
0: your hair looks that way <laughs> oh, maybe. no I'm joking your hair <laughs> looks beautiful but, <laughs> but
1: I live in a bubble sometimes and I think that you know definitely surrounding yourself with people who are honest and have your best interests at heart right not people who are shady and yeah, who don't not, care about your well-being at all. I'm not talking about those yeah. people. I'm talking about people who genuinely, you know, and that, that's hard getting to people that you can trust. Sure. And so yeah. he had his brother there with him, who he said was one of the best people in his life. Right. And then he had his other friend, his best friend, David, who was in charge of the manufacturing and sourcing. So he had the and one in
0: charge of operations, one in charge of manufacturing, and one sourcing. in charge of the creative. And yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it was interesting how Dan, how David and Dave mm-hmm. were not able to, Kind of like they they tried to share stuff with him and tell him, oh, this was a waste of time, and we, you know, they tried mm. to give him advice or information, but for some reason, Dan did not trust their opinions.
0: Yeah, it wasn't getting through, was it?
1: You know, yeah. and that was that that that's interesting to me because I feel like once Marcus showed up, yes, Marcus has all these credentials and things like that to help, and he's coming in obviously as for one specific purpose to be a new business partner and help bring their company back to life, but. He had his brother, Dave, and he had David there, and he just wasn't trusting them.
0: Well, he might have, I mean, sometimes the, uh, it may not have been the case here, but sometimes an artistic type thinks, I got this, this is me, this is my area of expertise. You know, it's not not anybody else's area of expertise, so who are they to be coming in? Not in an aggressive way or Uh anything, it's just like... They don't they don't know what they're talking about kind of way you know I don't yeah know. that
1: that was that's that was interesting to
0: me but yeah. i get what you're saying well, like they're that not, they're not credible uh to, yeah. to offer advice on that front um, hmm. i don't I I, I I don't know if that's it's, what, what it's it was
1: hard you know it's, it's just hard running a business it's hard being an entrepreneur it's hard having partners it's hard working in teams sometimes and i think the beauty of it is in the imperfection but it's like you don't want to waste a lot of money and you don't want to waste a lot of time and with yeah. their deal that they ended up this was oh, yeah, the funny you, part right Okay so you did, Let's you're going to gonna the share the deal structure yeah share the deal structure so, the, so Marcus initially presented them with a deal that was 750,000 for 51% of the business Now the
0: brother controlling interest yeah. right
1: Obviously which is what Marcus usually does Right? he's still going to even if he takes if it's control
0: take, whether or not it's right, uh, the percentage yeah, whatever the, the percentage yeah. is
1: but there was something about that 51% that Dave, the brother who was in charge of operations, he was at the, they were at the bargaining table and Dave was just like, I just feel uncomfortable with the 51%. Right. You know, he's, and he was telling the other guys, they're going to regret it. And they ended up going with another deal. So Marcus right. is counter to that because they were uncomfortable with the fifty-one percent with six hundred thousand. And, and we for can 40.
0: understand that too, because I mean, as a business owner, it's like you're asking for more than what we have, which re- clearly puts mm-hmm. you in control. I would be uncomfortable with that. You but know? this
1: this is what they ended up getting was a six hundred thousand for forty percent with a ten percent guaranteed return. Right. Now that worked out better for Marcus.
0: Yeah, for sure cuz you, you could he could own 51% and they could not pay out dividends at the end of the year and he's got nothing in terms of cash.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so Exactly. So it was kind of like a it was like a mental thing. Yeah. Like it was like I don't that doesn't seem right, but but they were they're still they were coming from a place of oh we think this business is gonna boom and it's gonna kill and right. we're gonna we're gonna do amazing and if it does end up being like a twenty million dollar business that fifty one percent is gonna make a difference. That's the See, only thing I, I well, could think. Well, I think of.
0: I think they want to have the final say, but the question mm-hmm. becomes because I know how Marcus, we both know how he structures his deals and how he'll say I'm in I'm hundred percent in control. Yes, I don't know how long that lasts for. Like if he says right. I'm hundred, yeah, is it just for the episode is it for a period of time until they turn it around yeah balances out.
1: i feel like that's fair until it balances out because that that means that marcus can continue to make wise decisions on behalf of the business and his investment
0: right and they can steer it in the the right direction and then if 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 the control goes back to the business owner then i could understand why they would want the 51 Mm percent rather than because i mean if if, if they were able to maintain control or pass back over to them after three months or, you know, after six by a year, I don't know. Yeah. Um, if they're able to hold that control, you'd want to hold the control if it was your baby, if it was what you built. Because yeah. otherwise you could do whatever you wanted.
1: Well, the good news is they came to an agreement that they all right. were comfortable with. And that compromise is another, you know, key in all these deals and negotiations and just in business in general. is like learning where you're comfortable at and and like negotiating right like say you get like a new job offer or something and somebody offers you some but you know you want to meet in the middle it's like where is that happy place how for both it? parties? It's yeah. sometimes really hard, and luckily they didn't have to go back and forth too much.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it, it actually took me a while in business dealings to and negotiating percentages of companies and stuff to finally come to the point where it was like, okay, I'm starting to get how a deal structure might look and yeah. how how it can be equitable or not equitable. And yeah, um, but before you go there, you, your mind doesn't even think that way.
1: What but, do you think? Like I've read this too. Is like when they say in negotiating, whoever puts the number out first loses. Lose that's that's what that's that's the norm and then i just read an article the other day that says in business if you put the number out first you have the power so what do you like
0: i, I don't know i mean for me i i don't think anybody should lose in the negotiation it should be win-win yeah. and then there should be a greater win as a result of everybody winning but um and, uh, unfortunately people don't always show up that way in the mm. business place in the marketplace there are sharks out there you know we know shark tank yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there are people that will take advantage but in my experience like Uh, I like uh, people to throw a number out first so I can see where they're at, Uh, you know, because I might overestimate and it's like, all right. And Mm -hmm. I I had taken a lot of negotiation classes, too. And um, in those, uh, I'm trying to remember what they... What they say, I think they, t- like, I took the Karis negotiation class. I think they say let them let them throw out a number. First. Yeah, first. And then they say the more uh, edu- uh, educated you are and the more knowledgeable you are about what's happening mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, the better off you are in, in the negotiation. They always say if ever you, uh, you, you know, you make a concession, always make sure that you tie a string to the concession. So, okay, mm-hmm. we'll lower it. I'll take 40%, but I want a 10% return. Yeah. So you always tag something on there.
1: Yeah um
0: uh, it's it's interesting it's negotiations
1: interesting. are very very interesting I yeah. I think um this show does a lot when it comes to the negotiation parts but and I feel like Marcus always comes from a fair place I
0: think so too you yeah. know
1: yeah right like he he definitely wants to make sure that his investment is protected yeah but he wants the business owner to feel like you know what they've worked for this this is their brainchild and you know I'm supporting you as a business partner right. I don't think he ever you know he's he's a really fair guy and I just think he's awesome when it comes to business so of I like watching him present the deal because yeah. I'm always curious like I sometimes try to like okay what would I offer right you know what I'm saying like where do I value this company based on what they've been through and where they're at and where their issues are and where they need to grow and then if I was Marcus what would I offer
0: right yeah.
1: you know what I'm saying like I, I, like
0: I, I'm with you like i I think he's fair I think he's uh, he comes in with that and we all know that every bu- business relationship that ends doesn't end because things are going great
1: yeah so
0: it could start off really good but ultimately the decisions Mm -hmm. that you make there when you're signing the deal are going to be the decisions that dictate how you're going to live for the next (laughs) five years and you know so yes uh, yes. it could go anywhere but um so he comes in they make that deal Mm -hmm. and uh I, i i felt like the real crux of this issue was getting the creative uh getting the creative on track like really focused oh, yeah. In focussed,
1: oh yeah oh yeah i mean when they moved their uh quote-unquote retail space <laughs> whatever that was right Yeah. Like, so they
0: had the store he walks in and in they brooklyn don't, yeah and he, they didn't have the size shoes that he wanted they didn't have the right kind yeah. like he picked one they didn't have that what the, the design of the shoes was beautiful
1: oh yeah yeah i love yeah. them too i thought they were really cool yeah. i love how they some mixed, of them mixed tie, right. mixed leather and the fabric and i thought they were just very unique
0: yeah very unique mm-hmm. um and uh and i think they recognized that but they said uh, right up front of the beginning of the episode that for every one or two huge successes where uh dan would hit it out of the ballpark from a creative perspective there were eight more failures which when you think about it it's not ex i mean those are pretty much the ratios if you think in basketball or baseball or yeah, whatever you're not doing
1: 100 you're gonna do yeah. like 30 40
0: but you know? here they want to you know they're losing a lot of money because yeah, of it. yeah yeah
1: that wasn't good but i think that was smart like what you said him figuring out where the core of their business was, and right. how to focus that, and then just what is the the structure of their business? Are you retail? Are you wholesale? Are you online? What are you doing? Right. You yeah. know, like, are you can't do them all. Like, you gotta at least, or at least pick one and master that, and then elevate to something else. Exactly, because like they, like they only be had
0: three percent of their business, I think, coming in from the uh, from the retail from their store.
1: Thirty percent was from,
0: was that online? online. Or was it Online. Seventy percent from wholesale.
1: You know, it's so funny. It's like, aren't these things obvious though?
0: (laughs) Like (laughs) for us watching, it's it's easy to see it from the outside. When you're stuck in the problem, all you see is the problem. You know, it's like, man, that cloudy ass bubble. bubble. That's it. That's Damn, it. I'm gonna um, write a song about that. That cloudy ass <laughs> <That cloudy-ass> bubble <laughs> <laughs> um, of life. But it is. It's hard to see it when you're inside of it, and it's it's like okay, what's what's not working with this? And I, I think Marcus was keen to see that. Uh, he's like, if you look at uh, what was the tennis shoe he used? Uh, Converse. Converse. Yeah, Converse has what one model of shoe, yeah. and here these guys were trying to put out 30 different shoes. And thirty different types instead yep. of mastering, mastering the one. One or two. Yeah, yeah
1: man, that focus, man. Focus. Focus and imperfection are the keys of life, honey. This is
0: exactly what we. It's so funny. It's you are weird. getting
1: keys of life. Keys on this of show. life.
0: She's laying them down right here at after Buzz <laughs> TV. Uh, but the uh, it's weird because this is the exact same thing I was talking about before I came in here, and so I used the metaphor of Michelangelo when he said I didn't so much carve David as I carved for the block of stone everything that wasn't David, mm. getting rid of all the unnecessary yes. stuff. And he said I just revealed David, and it's the same thing with the shoes. You get rid of. All the unnecessary lines, or all those things that aren't so profitable, yep. and then you look at the what's not profitable here. Well, we got thirty-three percent, thirty percent, seventy percent wholesale. It looks like that wholesale business is really the driver of things.
1: And focusing in on what you don't want to do because not only did they have those extra shoes that you were mentioning all those right. styles they had hats they had banana right. pineapple hats and backpacks and yeah. all that kind of stuff like what is this stuff doing it's like that that i learned this a long time ago. And it was yeah. only i had um when i was a tv producer yeah i had a, a team of interns
0: what did you produce
1: uh, I worked at Fox for 10 years. Whoa,
0: look at you. I did investigative stuff, You're consumer stuff. Good for Sports, you. entertainment,
1: everything. I was nice. the first producer to put Kanye, Twista, Common, all those on TV. I love anyway, it. Really? So yeah. Oh. That's a whole other show, oh. you guys. But but yes, I was the first producer to do that. But I will say that I used to tell my interns that it's there's a whole list of things that we think we want to do. Like hats, yep. shoes, and backpacks, and right. you know, headbands. Hell, let's just pick do do sweaters too. Yeah. You know, but you have to know it's it, the only way to know what you want to do is to do it. Yes, and start checking things off the list. And so after he did the backpack, that's out of his system, right? After he did the hat, it's out of his system. It's like do it, and then you'll realize like what you don't want to do so you can focus in on what's important. I think it was important that Dan got all that stuff out of his system, because I'm gonna tell you, if Marcus had come in earlier and they were successful, in the back of his mind, (laughs) he would have been like, low-key, trying to design all this other stuff. Because it would have still been in his system, it still would have been in his his heart and in his creative bubble to want to have the desire to do that stuff. Because I think it's important as creative people and as business people, to get those things out of the way, but you want to get them out of the way early.
0: Sure. Yeah. Not
1: this late in the game when you've had when you have your family's house on the line and you know, it was it was it was a hard learning lesson for for them, but I'm glad that Marcus was able to come in with his superman cape as usual. <laughs>
0: I didn't see the cake, but it's uh, invisible. Oh, it's, Come invisible on, Chris.
1: <laughs> it's invisible. It's in every episode. It's just invisible.
0: There you, know? you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? The, uh, so, yeah, the shoes um, getting out of the system and also staying focused. <laughs> and, uh, what Again. was I going to say? Staying focused, Again. right? Was that what I was thinking of? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, no, but staying focused on the those things that drive the profit. And so. Yeah. Uh, For me, there's always 50,000 different things that one can do in a business, and there's two or three things, which if you do them, will guarantee that you got the revenue flowing sufficient to grow the business. And for them, they had to get channeled and focused in on those two or three things that would be the difference that makes a difference. How do you focus, Chris? Uh, sometimes not very well. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm always curious about what people do
1: to focus because it's just it's it's hard.
0: Um, yeah I think I think some people are more have a natural affinity to it and some people can be obsessive in their focus. In fact uh, Donald Trump said if you know you want to know the structure and the strategy to become a billionaire he says it's it's really he says I've never met a billionaire who didn't have a controlled neurosis. Mm-hmm. and he said that, like this obsession with yeah. ex- it's an obsession with expansion mm-hmm. um, was the one trait that he said all the billionaires uh, shared and so I think it's that it's that obsession. And Warren Buffett says that um, he said, "If you want to know what makes me rich, he says it's my focus. Mm-hmm. He said uh, it's the same thing that makes a Michael Jordan a Michael Jordan. That makes me an incredible investor is that we're able to channel our focus in ways that most people don't. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, oftentimes if you become obsessive to an extreme, then other areas of your life can suffer. Absolutely. Your family can suffer, and so all balance. those types of things. Yeah. So balance. Balance.
1: Now I don't know how much of Trump, I trust. I don't trust yeah, any of Trump. Yeah, actually, let's, let's be clear. A story, I don't yeah. trust anything that Trump says. But he does have some gems when it comes to business. Well, because that's how I feel been, about
0: anybody that I quote. You know, yeah, he's yeah, been up yeah. and, it's
1: been up and down. But Warren Buffett, hey, he's a hundred grand man. But he does drink like five cans of Dr Pepper a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> a, no, Warren Buffett is focused on his Dr Pepper. Yeah, that's or actually a, cherry, cherry cola. Cherry, cherry, cherry cola. Coke, Ooh, yeah. Let's get the let's get the sponsor right. <laughs> um, but anyway, because anyway. he owns it, that's
0: that's the thing. You own the company, you gotta promote it.
1: <laughs> I'm not mad at that at all. I will own it and promote it any day. if yeah. that's what I got to do. I'm, I'm I'm with that. Um but 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 yeah, they did good. At the end, yeah, they, so they did wrapped a, it up. They were it able ended to... up being wholesale, not retail. They got rid of that retail because it wasn't making money. yeah,
0: not did they uh, I don't know what they did with the internet business. Like it would seem to me that there might still be some room for the internet, the online, maybe not, but the wholesale was obviously if it was driving, 70% of the revenue. And they were, I mean, they had million dollar years. They mm-hmm. had, uh, you know, moving in the direction of two million dollars years. It was like a 1.8, I think, in the second yeah. year. Um, so there's, there was room, there was a lot of room for growth. And yes. if you can get uh, mass distribution, you're in good shape. Um, the final thing they did was he brought them to uh, DNA. Uh, he brought the guy in to come and look at the new lines of shoes. partnership, yeah. For so a I think that's what yeah. probably
1: ended up happening with the internet side of their business is they ended up probably doing more partners with them right. because that's a major retailer. So yeah. they have their, they have their internet arm. Let them be arm. the storefront on yeah. all four Yeah, and they yeah, have I their internet it. arm. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense it makes if sense. it's yeah. this double work yeah. for them. Why
0: compete with what's happening out Let there? Him Let him run that inventory
1: yeah. through his website.
0: right. Yeah. If, if
1: he can if he can sell more shoes if he if, if I can sell 5000 pairs of shoes running them through him on a retail level and an online let level Let me stay focused on I what I rather, do best. Yeah, even if I'm even if it, in the end I'm giving him a portion like a little small piece of that money
0: because he's oh, selling it online. you're giving a lot. You're giving a lot. Yeah. But, I'd rather i yeah. rather let
1: him do that because my cost for overhead to have a staff to manage the online part of yes. it and package Lady, and mail Lady, You and ship, are speaking the truth. Hallelujah. It's just like the big picture guys so we're looking at we learned a couple lessons here right right
0: what was that perfection is beautiful perfection is beautiful
1: you have to focus you are beautiful and you have to know what you don't want so you can pick what you're great at
0: Ooh, that was and oh there's (laughs) something more you had had such a good ending to that yeah but and and and
1: there's more balance is important in your life and
0: in your career okay i didn't see that coming you have have to to have balance. balance but where was that
1: we talked about it with Warren Buffett.
0: We, and, okay, all right. All right. Oh yeah. Have, so we've been through you that. You can't end. be obsessive. We added to the episode here.
1: Obsessive is cool, but you have to balance because you'll if you obsess over one thing too much, other things in your life.
0: You go cuckoo, cuckoo. You know,
1: they they you know you ruin other things in your life. So you have to have that balance.
0: You got a point. Speaking of balance. I mean, oh my gosh. Speaking of balance, we have to balance notes? this episode. We take
1: notes. Are they taking notes? Yeah, they'd be taking notes.
0: notes. We have to balance this episode with. Uh, we said that we were going to do a live. Uh, periscope mm-hmm. so we're we, right here on the profit after show we're looking at how do we increase the profit in our business by jumping into modern technology periscope <laughs> and uh, and truly i think that there's there's such a uh, opportunity with things like this because not a whole lot of people are playing in that field and so many people are talking about going after the millennial markets and that type of stuff but they're still not on Periscope. Gra- you, yeah. This isn't your grandma's iPhone anymore. Okay, show us. <laughs> well, you,
1: well, you go where you go where your audience is. But every different social media platform has yeah. a different audience. Like, there's a demographic for Snapchat. There's one for Facebook. There's one for YouTube. Like, the demographics are all different. So, is your audience already on Periscope? A lot of them is reflective in who your Twitter following is because Twitter and Periscope if, are married together. They post, right? Yeah, they're owned by Periscope. Is owned by Twitter and so when you go live on Periscope, that's how you, you know.
0: Oh, you I mean we gotta do, do. It. we gotta
1: we're gonna do it. No, but we should you, do it after because we, we, we gotta get into two forty suite. Well we we're
0: gonna do two forty suite. I was gonna do a little bridge, but uh, I guess we could go right into two forty suite. But what I wanna see is cause when I did you it. Do you have before, Periscope
1: on yours? Yeah, I have it on okay, here. Okay, pull, pull up the but app.
0: The, but the peep, and the we'll peeps, go live the peeps said they couldn't hear me when I did it. So I don't know if it's an internal. Uh,
1: you may need to update your app. Uh, really, we gotta run a test. You reckon? Yeah, we gotta run uh, okay. a test. Probably. So we're not gonna
0: get the live one on my thing. We're gonna get it on hers.
1: Well, my notes we'll are on test. here. I, I gotta get to my okay, notes. Okay,
0: all right, all right. We'll figure it <laughs> we'll out. Do it if after we don't the do the show. live, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll reach out to you.
1: <laughs> we'll Periscope with you guys either after, right after this show. And right now we're gonna week.
0: Periscope our way right into two forty sweet. Producer's giving <laughs> Producer's saying fifteen minutes. minutes. Yeah. Same. We're having way too much fun. I know, that's right? the problem. Yeah. Okay. So okay let's get let's into talk the first about thing. 240 sweet. 240 is the degree, it's the temperature that they cook the marshmallow at. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's the, also the name of the company. The company is a, a gourmet marshmallow uh, store. How yes. you, you, know, what was your uh I'm your not feelings? a fan of marshmallows in general. Really? I be love honest. marshmallows. I'm not.
1: I'm, it's the texture. I just can't.
0: Ugh. How could I'm you not? I'm not a fan of mars- marshmallows. I
1: love chocolate. I love caramel. I love ice cream. I love donuts. I love cake, pie. Okay. You name it. Marshmallows is not my thing. That's one of my favorites. Um, but I can't say that I've had. I have had a gourmet marshmallow, but I have not had these, and I actually will not be eating these ever. Um, <laughs> just so you guys <laughs> but, know. Let's but keep why? It why? 1, okay, why? Okay. So there was two owners, Alexa and Samantha. First of all, I don't like shady people. Shady. Two hundred and forty degrees shady, okay, Alexa and Samantha. What do you really think? Shady boots. <laughs> I just, I just think Marcus is an awesome, awesome guy, and it shame on them for treating him so manipulatively and disgustingly when it came to doing business with them. They went on the show strictly to get. Um, promotion and his money. And I hope he's through the hell that, out that, of
0: it. That, that's what he said at the end. And, uh, In yeah. a bad
1: way. Now, you can you can work with Marcus as a partner and get his money and the promotion of the show, but right. be a genuine, great business owner that wants your business to strive. Yeah, there were some
0: weird things that went down. Let's shady. Let's break it down. You jumped right to the end. It's because the we've got 15 uh, so. minutes. I
1: want to get to the point. Let yeah, y'all let's y'all know get to the point. Where I stand with these little 240 <laughs> shady sweet people. Shady they're sweets. not sweet. They're very 240 sour. 240 shady sweet. Like a sour patch. Uh, hashtag
0: 240 <laughs> shady. Shady
1: sweets, <laughs> shady sour. <wretches>. Anyway, <laughs> terrible. Okay. So that's,
0: a, that's, a, that's a Donald Trump move. It's like hashtag corrupt Hillary, Yo, hashtag this, I will be hashtag yeah, yeah, that. We'll okay, they yeah. probably voted for Donald.
1: Okay, y'all. Let's sh- all, yeah. So they had two hundred flavors and wrong mistake. Okay, but this like is like the point. This is
0: this is where I said was the bridge between the two episodes. They had you know thirty different types of shoes, right? two hundred different flavors. Exactly. Once again, and the point that Marcus made was that even. 31 flavors realizes that you got to get it down to 31 hello? right hello yeah.
1: you can't eat all of that ice cream that, like it's just too much it's, it's like flavor overload yeah
0: so Who marshmallows they had all these different flavors of marshmallows and and when he walked in the store he said it looked like a high school uh bake sale bake sale because yeah. it did i forgot the word it's been it was so like long they
1: turned the warehouse the front like the entrance of the warehouse into like a bootleg makeshift Make makeshift store. Right. Because there was no merchandising, no signage. It wasn't it wasn't merchandise. T- so, Merchandising. Uh, if yeah, you guys don't know what a, that means, look it up. Google we'll, We ain't got time to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Merchandise. You were feeling feisty today. Word of the day. Yeah, guys. word of the day. There, no, the, the signage
0: was not uh was not spectacular. Yes. Actually it was non existent. And the uh process in the back. What about the process? Because we got the now the product, mm-hmm. he came in, he tasted it, mm-hmm. he liked the marshmallows. He says it's a good product, just like the shoes. He liked it to a it did, certain Yeah, it needed like, a little
1: work. It le- needed a little work. work. And so they went and did and the taste And it was the, test. especially
0: the salty uh caramel one. So,
1: salty caramel salty which caramel. is very trendy you can find salty caramel in in everything and right now it's beautiful and salty it's, caramel it's is beautiful yeah yes. okay so but theirs was not that good okay
0: let's get to and let's get to the taste test in a second what happened, they went they go in the back and what, what this this whole thing with Max, with the father? Max
1: was um, Samantha's dad. So
0: we got so th- the two ladies that are married. Yes. Yes. And they have And I mean, they're married together. So yes. they're the yeah. So the the lesbian couple, and then yes. we've got the father Max, mm-hmm. who is the father of Samantha. some uh, some. Samantha. Yes, you're right, father yes. of Samantha. So they're in the back, uh, and. Here's what they found was weird, was they found that the the marshmallow had, uh, and Marcus an mentioned aftertaste. this going in, there was an aftertaste. And a or, smell. And a smell.
1: Because of Max's they were sharing warehouse space with Max who the has product. a spice company like and
0: he had onions sense. back there and what all was it kind onions of, and uh, all,
1: kind of all sorts stuff. of crap it but was the spice marshmallows
0: company. Yeah, and the marshmallows being porous were uh, absorbing, absorbing the, the scents and the
1: flavors and everything of all the spices and onions Major fail. And,
0: yeah it was a it was a massive mess in the back uh, and the the relationship was interesting so I thought Max was very he was an interesting guy he was he,
1: he was using his daughter because they were paying his debt they had uh he had taken out a loan they were paying his debt for the whole space they were paying more on the uh warehouse than he was yeah so the rent was
0: 2000 $2, they were paying it he owed them like 10 from that he,
1: they was only taking up like a few square feet like their space they were the using 10 percent
0: money. of the place it was ridiculous. and he was using 90 percent. it
1: was all bad
0: yeah so it was a big mess Marcus said, it's your job to clean that up. You you ladies literally. figure it out. Yeah, to literally clean it up. And
1: they didn't. They came in, he came in one day and it was a hot mess. Water everywhere. It yeah. was just a mess.
0: Big so, mess. So the anyway. process, so the product we're saying is about 80% there. Well, not even 80, we can't no, even say that. It's no. all over the place. No. The process was a mess. Uh, and so he looks at product, process, and people. the people. Boy. <laughs> Oh, do not. This I was crazy, I literally huh?
1: have never seen anyone be so shady to Marcus. Shame on you, Samantha, I and have, Alexa.
0: i seem some shade thrown down from Mother people. We have,
1: but this was the most grim.
0: It, it, it was uh, aggressive eerie. and <laughs> it was crazy.
1: Uh, I want to say,
0: yeah, Psycho was, because I was just telling you, I like the show. <laughs> I've been watching this, uh, I've got hooked on it on Netflix as the uh, Bates Motel with Norman Bates. You remember the shower scene from yes. Psycho? That's Yeah, so this is the beginning of this. Like Borderline that's what I, Yeah, that's kind of what I thought of when I saw the looks in their eyes. This is a terrible. But. And Samantha, <laughs> tried be, let's, let's 1, Samantha tried
1: to be, let's keep it 1,000, Samantha tried to be a little passive, but Alexa, is that her name? Yeah. Alexa was just out of control. And she reminds me of somebody that I know which I do not talk to anymore. Shame. Because they were just such, a, just so... Evil, like one. Why do you treat? And then, and then, let's talk about Dee for a second. What, what,
0: okay, 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 all right. You're, you're throwing, okay, go ahead. Throw in Dee Dee. was the accountant, right? Yes. Um, yes. Go ahead.
1: They decided to do a deal with Marcus, and then they claimed that they wanted to help Dee because she was acting such as an owner. And she was supporting them and, and all. She,
0: here, here, you got a girl who's a great employee who's doing what she needs to do. Yep. But the personality quirks of the the people in charge are preventing her from really shining. Why don't you? Uh, Share with us the deal, the, the whole deal structure that Marcus laid out for them.
1: So the deal that Marcus presented to them was a hundred thousand investment for fifty-one percent with the with the ten percent going to Didi. Five percent from Marcus's percentage, and the other five was from Alexa and uh Samantha's percentage. So initially they agreed to that. And lo and behold, Marcus dips out, takes care of business, leaves for a minute, and comes back, Didi's gone. Now check
0: this out. So Didi quits. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say anything about it. They didn't say, it's "Hey, like they
1: forced they forced her yeah, out." I don't, forced, want, I don't want to yeah, say she, she quit. I think they. I feel like they just forced her I think The episodes
0: perfect, say they quit, but I agree with mm-hmm. you. These two ladies forced her out, and the way they forced her out was by saying. Uh, we're going be- to the bank. Yeah, we're going to the bank, and you're gonna. Uh, I think they wanted her to co-sign on a loan or something. They
1: wanted her. Yes, they wanted yeah. her to co-sign on a loan because
0: which- she was now an owner. of yes. of five percent, right? And or then, no, ten percent. Ten
1: percent. And then they said she couldn't take a salary anymore. They said
0: because she's now an owner, she wouldn't. She didn't have a guaranteed salary.
1: Ridiculous.
0: Which which pissed Marcus off. Yes. They forced her out, and and, and that's you look at that and you go that's just.
1: Oh, but get to the worst part. Catty. Come on, get to the worst part.
0: Okay, so I'm trying to think, well, what's the The worst worst
1: part? The worst part? Oh, it gets worse. They used her. She's a cancer survivor. Oh, yeah. They used her (laughs) to plot and bring Marcus in as a sympathy piece. And saying that he was going to buy the deal and and come in on the deal easier if if she was used and her cancer was used as part of it. It just got...
0: Yeah, no, it kept rolling out stranger and stranger. Now we let's we, we got probably about five minutes left, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, so the uh, w- they went out for a taste test too. So I want to get this in because Marcus he does this often, and I like it—not mm-hmm. a, a taste test, but a. Uh, what do you call it when you sample it to the audience? Uh, he brought it out to the farmer's focus market. Group. And they did a focus, yeah, yes. kind of like a focus group mm-hmm. because they were doing it, I guess it is, but it was a public, kind of a public area. Yes. And people got to vote on the marshmallows. They had little blue balls that they put in, uh, little blue balls, I said blue balls on TV. <laughs> yeah, But they had the blue balls that they drop in the uh, jar if it was, if they didn't like that particular mm-hmm. marshmallow, the pink if they liked it. Yes. And so they could measure it. I loved how they did the two different, uh, so you could see how many people hated it and how many people liked it. Yep. Uh, and sure enough, the salted caramel, nobody liked the salted caramel.
1: Even Marcus didn't, but he brought them out there to see that everybody else didn't, because they didn't believe him.
0: They didn't believe him, and which then- is kind of like the creative on the last episode, but yep. they didn't believe him in this mm-hmm. case. And then, uh, so now they've got the evidence right there. And what, what I thought was mind-boggling is how Samantha at that point says, uh, you know, here's, here's the evidence. Well, maybe the salted caramel's out of trend now. He's
1: like, like, that's like saying chocolate's out of trend. You're crazy. What are you talking about?
0: It's like. That doesn't compute. They, they just did not want crazy. to admit that people didn't like their version. It
1: was like, take some constructive criticism already. Yeah. And then, oh, it gets
0: worse. Total inability. It gets he worse.
1: Brings, <laughs> he brings the sweet so Pete, Pete in. in. We love Pete here. Pete, sweet you're amazing. Pete. Everybody yeah. loves Pete. Sweetest guy, man.
0: We should get sweet Pete on here.
1: Pete, man, come on. Marcus us Pete. on
0: here, too. Come. come Marcus and Pete, us. we want you
1: guys on the show. Yeah. Anyway, but Pete comes in.
0: Bring Marcus, some salted caramel. Mark's Mark
1: brings Mark brings him in because um Mark says that Marcus Marcus says that he loves Pete's caramel. Yes. Okay? So he brings uh, Pete in to try to, you know, right. spruce up their recipe. Spruce
0: up their recipe because people weren't liking their uh salted caramel. Yes.
1: And Samantha was flat out rude to Pete. To, to Pete.
0: Took an attitude. And what <sighs> what was weird, now I can you can kind of like I was trying to put myself in Samantha's shoes at that point and I was like, "All right, when uh, you, you get somebody coming in, is it is it telegraphing to the world or saying to the world "We're what we're making isn't good enough and that our product isn't good enough? But then I, I couldn't stay in her shoes because yeah. they were so closed off. They were mm-hmm. so not just resistant they were so outright aggressive Absolutely. and 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 it's like the like the yeah, the look okay, in their you eyes say it, say it, Chris. Crazy. crazy okay you said it uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it was a little uh, little uh, out there but uh yeah. uh yeah i almost feel like the girls they probably gotten enough crappy feedback after the, after the shit up oh my god i hope that they, they, they did. don't need more from I hope me Marcus but sue uh, the hell
1: out of them and yeah. everything else like it was just it was just you just don't treat people like that it was just so Unnecessary. When,
0: it, when push came to shove, I mean, they treated Pete like shit. Pete left. Yeah. Um, and But he he made a contribution to the Carabell, to the, what they were doing. And in the end, uh, you get... See, this is where I said that Samantha wasn't so passive at this point. Samantha comes up and she's like, I, just, I didn't want you here. You know, I didn't want you here. because I think what she was was, you know, when you go to anger management classes, they mm-hmm. say that, uh, you know, you need to be assertive along the way. Otherwise, you can build things up and you have mm-hmm. outbursts of anger, mm-hmm. right? Um, so... She had this smile on her face like this. She looked like a Stepford wife. You mean Alexa.
1: Alexa. uh, It was Alexa, not Samantha. uh, uh, Samantha was the blonde. Alexa had the
0: brown hair. (laughs) (laughs) melting. Really? Did I mix the two ladies Mm -hmm. up? Okay, well, she looked like a Stepford wife. Yes. And then she she turned evil. Stepford wife turned evil. And she said, I brought you here just so you could help with Max and get rid of his thing. And I didn't really want you here. I didn't think you were a good match for the show. It was weird.
1: It was the it was the rudest thing that she could have ever done, and I it's just unfortunate that there's people out here that think that way and that treat others that way. It's unnecessary, uncalled for, unacceptable, and people like that should not strive in this world, in this business, and it's just horrible. And let me ask
0: you this: Do you think they're do you think they'll make it? No, with him gone. No, yeah, no, they I don't should not. That.
1: I would never buy anything from them. I would never support them. The way they treated Dee was wrong, and to use a cancer patient like abs- like I have my family that's passed away from cancer i would never want any of my family members to be treated that way the way they treated pete pete is the sweetest guy on the planet earth
0: in fact he's sweet pete
1: sweet literally sweet pete and they treated him like crap and and then they treated marcus who is a brilliant businessman and was there was there to do nothing but help them and they treated him horribly and i just i just don't ever want to see people like that succeed and you know They're probably voting for Trump, and you guys go move to an island somewhere and burn grass till you burn up. I don't care. I just, I just think he just put together a
0: bunch of concepts that I have no idea what all that means. But
1: unfortunate. And I think, I think great business owners, great people who want to help the world and help others, they're the ones that should succeed, not evil, unhappy, rude, evil, despiteful people like that. Like you and your marshmallows. So like. we had the
0: people weren't on, the the product wasn't on, they made it better, but they were so resistant to change that it's likely not gonna go that far. Um, and you had the process which they were able to clean up to some degree. I mean he made an impact while he was there, putting the marshmallows on the stick. He was able to which would give them forty eight cents and profit I hope per that marshmallow more Marcus
1: sued the hell out of them like everything would, yeah, back
0: yeah no I've seen, he has uh, actually sued a few people on the on the show uh, yeah. and rightfully so in, in each in each instance mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion so uh, we're gonna wrap it up here and it was a couple of great episodes I liked it I liked the drama it was a good fun week and we we'll, we're gonna have to do our periscope we'll do it at another time so keep watching us and look out for that because we're gonna do that. Yeah. Where can they reach you in the meantime? They can girl? reach me
1: on all social media, naina at naina drake, and then on my website, nainadrake.com.
0: Yes, and I'm Chris Howard. You can reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. Also at LegendaryLivingDaily.com daily.com for tips, motivation, all sorts of fun stuff, and legendary TV.com for YouTube. And now on behalf of After Buzz TV, we'd like to thank you for having been here with us. Do tune in again. We want you back. Have a great day over and out.